Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Delahunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Becoming Unshakable with yours truly, Sarah and Patry. So today we are on episode 16. If you guys have just landed to us here, please make sure you carve out some time to go back and listen from episode one, because as we, our mission, I guess, from the start of this was to create a podcast in such a way that you could actually start from ground zero and work all the way up with us. And now I guess we're just delving into more and more topics that maybe you'll be more attracted to. So today is all about imposter syndrome. We're going to talk about it mainly from a professional standpoint, because we feel as coaches, it does come up a lot in the workplace. Obviously, imposter syndrome, having the general definition of am I able am I good enough if you haven't listened to our self-worth podcast we, we do talk about this a lot in a more of a general sense I find a lot of my clients especially high achievers which is quite interesting people that are actually very very intelligent and very apparently have more imposter syndrome which is just interesting isn't it and today we're just going to delve into this a little bit because the impact I'm now seeing that this has on clients is this tendency to overwork, overwork, burn themselves out because their whole lens and their whole reality is to prove themselves in some way and never feel like they can prove themselves enough. And then what happens is when they're overworking and overworking and the perfectionism tendencies are there, et cetera, et cetera, it's just an exhausting pattern they're in. Because if you're overworking, overworking, the next day you're doing the same thing. So when does it actually stop? And really tuning into and seeing your worth and feeling it and documenting your wins. We're going to get into all that as well today. And like trying your best, doing your best and not having that stress response of overworking is really, really key as well. So anyway, we're going to like just talk about this in more detail. So I'm going to hand you over to Patri now and then I will come back a little bit later with my spin on it and some client experiences I've had as well. Thank you, Sarah, for that wonderful introduction. We've been chatting here for a while about, I suppose, what it means to have to go through imposter syndrome. And sometimes I just feel like it's nearly made up, right? It's like something that we just make up. We make up stories about ourselves. We make up certain things that are not necessarily true. And the way that I see imposter syndrome is that we're able to see all of the abilities, all of the amazing things that everybody else does, right? Everything that everybody else knows and we put everybody else on a pedestal and we think that we're not either doing enough, we don't know enough, we're not smart enough, we're not capable enough for the work that we're doing and we're not showing up in the best possible way that we could. And then in terms of what Sarah said of high achievers and I deal with a lot of women who are very, very much high achievers as well. And they are actually extremely intelligent. They're in really good jobs. 
And there's this self-doubt. It's this wave of self-doubt that comes every now and then. And Sarah and I will tell you that it's not just you guys. Like everybody has it. Everybody has that self-doubt. You wake up one morning and be like, what on earth am I doing? And I think that comes from the real you versus the mask that you wear. So the real you is just the authentic you that is at home, that is relaxed, that doesn't have to show up as anybody else, that doesn't have to show up as the coach, that doesn't have to show up as the HR manager, the whatever it is, the teacher, anything, right? Versus the mask that you wear, which is basically your purpose, right? What you're doing in life, what your career is. And you have to realize that the mask that you wear doesn't have to always be on, right? You don't always have to be switched on. You don't always have to show up as the perfect self. You don't always have to be the kindest self. You don't always have to put up with everything just because you're this, this is your profession, right? So that perfectionist that shows up, just understand that the real you is you. And the mask that you wear like you see it as like, okay, I have to be the best at this. You ha- I have to be at this. I have to work this many hours. I have to, and all of the have tos just literally build up to exhaustion, right? Because it's like, you might not necessarily be doing the thing, but you'll feel like you have to be doing the thing. This kind of attitude. And it's this that leads to exhaustion, kind of burnout. And we won't get into burnout too much, but the definition for imposter syndrome shows up as the persistent inability to believe that one success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Right. So the persistent inability to believe. Do you see that? It literally goes down to your beliefs and what you believe about yourself, that you are worthy of success. So if you don't believe that you're worthy of the success, then it looks like you you feel like you're putting on a mask that you don't actually deserve what, or you haven't earned <laughs> the right to be successful at what you do, to be really good at what you do. So it's this worthiness again, it's this self-doubt and it's this inability to believe that you actually deserve what you're getting, the money that you're getting, the everything that you're getting, the attention that you're getting, the value that you're getting. And if you don't believe that, then there's the self-doubt. There is the ultimate self-doubt and you think that you have to do more. You have to show up. You have to do this. You have to always be on. And this, the second part has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So do you really think that you have all of your degrees, all of everything that you've studied, everything that you've learned, are they not worth like anything? All of the time and effort that you, all of the experience that you've had in this work, Right. So there's always going to be people that have learned more than you, that have more education than you, that have more the degrees than you. Right. I could come across people who have PhDs in psychology, who have masters in psychology, who have all of this. Right. And I would still be like, oh, but I only have one master's. Oh, but I only have, you know, this whole thing. And it's like, so what? Like you're literally doing your thing. You're not them. They're not you. You go at your own pace. You're doing your thing as as authentic you right? Not with a mask, not trying to pretend you're somebody else. You're here with your own value, okay? So remind yourself of your own value. And that's basically my own kind of introduction to it, because it's like, it's so funny that the definition of imposter syndrome comes out as the persistent inability to believe, okay? So think of that word believe, because it actually kind of comes down to you, right? So it comes down to you reminding yourself that you're actually worthy. 
that's the way I would see it. Do you agree, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. And I was just laughing when you said about the masters and the masters, because it's such a tendency of clients, for example, of mine, if they want to either begin a business or perhaps a promotion at work, whatever it is. Oh, I suppose I'll just do that degree. And, and when I have the degree, I'll be more worthy. But what happens then is they go and they get the degree and then they do nothing. And then they're wondering why they're still sitting on the sidelines. You know what I mean? So like you said, it is that whole belief of I need to do more to prove myself. And, and, and like everything has to be perfect before I start. And I see this again because I get a lot of, like you say, coaches coming to me for coaching. And I always say to them, just messy action. But that's what is going to allow you to gain confidence, allow you to get into the flow state, allow you to, you know what I mean? To build momentum in your life. So yeah, I think I'm just kind of going to touch on some points there. The whole overworking and proving yourself is a common pattern. And what I would say to my clients is you can only do your best. And it might be a really good idea in the morning when you wake up to say to yourself, I can only do my best today. And every day I'm learning more and more. Okay. Because every day you are learning more and more, but you're choosing not to tune into that. You, you decide to get overwhelmed by the idea that other people are doing better than you that you're too quiet at work, that you're not good enough, that you're blah, 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 instead of actually recognizing your achievements. And the next piece of advice I have for anyone going through this is bring a small little notepad with you to work or use your phone notes. And every evening, use that acknowledgement piece and reflection of your achievements. So write down and do not stop, even if it feels difficult, 20 to 30 ways in which you add value not just professionally, personality-wise, what's the energy you bring? You know what I mean? What conversation did you have with somebody today to make their day? Okay, write down all the skills you have. Go back to even your old jobs. Look at your CVs. Really, really feed into this. Okay, feed into this. Why am I valuable? And even if you get imposter syndrome when it comes to public speaking or giving a presentation, always, this is like the biggest switch you'll ever make, Always think instead of being like, oh, God, I'm on the spotlight. And what if I mess up? Always think, why do they need to hear this? How is this going to be valuable to them? I literally just had a client session on this really nervous um, and owns a very successful, successful business and still very nervous speaking. And I said to her, but what? Because she was speaking to college students. And I was like, what are those college students leaving with? How is their day going to be different after hearing this information? And when you switch it from me, me, me spotlight to value that you're adding. Wow, that's a game changer. Same as the, like I said, making the list at work. Think about the value that you're adding. How would like your workplace just not be the same without you? What are you doing that's making a difference? Okay, so I would say the perfectionism tendencies tendencies do come up. It's either that you were a high achiever and maybe your parents were always saying, oh my God, you're doing so well. You're doing so well. You're doing so well. Keep going. You should be this. You should be that. Because that will always then you have that like subconscious kind of feeling to always do better and do better and do better. Okay. Or it can come from growing up with absolutely zero recognition of your achievements or talents and say your parents kind of like snub that side of your life. And then all of a sudden, because you've never got that, you're always trying to prove yourself because you don't know what it is to feel enough. Does that make sense? So it's actually kind of either sides of the scales, either that your parents were like, you're great and you're this and you're that, or it might've been that you had absolutely zero validation at all. So you don't know what that looks like. So you're always looking for it from someone else instead of learning to give it to yourself, if that makes sense. But I always say you have to reparent yourself. Okay. And I think each and every single one of us have to reparent ourselves in some way, to be totally honest. Okay. We also just want to look back at our life clock just very quickly and just kind of have a quick look at some past events that we feel might have 
made us feel this way now. I, I know a lot of my clients have had a lot of teachers who are overworking and constantly looking at the other teachers and thinking they're doing so much better. And it's because they've been in a situation where, again, they had a really nasty experience in a previous school, you know, where. So you might find um, in your past experiences, you might be able to link the current experience now to something in the past. And that just might give you because I feel like self-awareness is a really good place to start with, because then you can recognize the triggers and work on them. And as well, I just wanted to quickly say as well. So apart from, like I said, kind of documenting your daily wins at work as well, maybe just five things that went really well today. You know, a work, a compliment from a client, a work colleague, a task well done or how you've made a difference during the day. I know when I began as a coach, I really, really, really fed into that. Even if it was, I got a DM today from XYZ who said she'd love my help and my advice on something. I wasn't even coaching at this point. I was like, wow, I'm great. This is one that built a lot of confidence for me then oh yeah just a little bit of confidence visualization before you go into work in the morning so how do I want to show up today what does a confident person's body language what does that look like how do I want to meet people in the eye what kind of thoughts do I want to think about myself before I leave the house so you know yourself before you walk into a room just doing that quick switch of I am amazing very very quickly and then just kind of feeling that and walking into the room okay and figuring out then, sorry, I'm just going a million miles an hour, but figuring out then if you actually do, I think it's really good to hold a mirror up to yourself sometimes. Do I need more competence? Because competence in any area is an increased skill or a course, for example. Do I actually need competence, which creates long-term confidence? And how can I work on that over the next couple of months? So, you know, if it's owning your own business, do I need to do a course on speaking on camera? Do I need to do, you know what I mean? What will actually help me to feel more confident? Because, you know, obviously you can only fake it for so long until you actually probably have to maybe go and study um, or go and do a course on something that's going to make you feel uh, more confident. So I always say it's 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 a mixture of documenting wins and visualization, but then it also is getting down to the, well, actually, I am probably a bit shaky in this area for this reason. Now let me go and kind of sort that out and let me just upscale in that area. Last one, EFT tapping is incredible for public speaking, nerves or anxiety with the work in the workplace. I would really recommend doing a couple of rounds of it before you start a new job. Or if you're very nervous at work to do a couple of rounds on that anxiety and that feeling of nerves, just so you can be more relaxed. And I've also heard Brené Brown is an incredible author specializing in imposter syndrome. And I have to say, I haven't read her books. Maybe you have, Patri. But apparently she's got some really good material on just imposter syndrome. Yeah, I really like her stuff, actually. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. That was actually, I really, I actually agree with those points because I think confidence also helps hugely with this imposter syndrome because you know if we see ourselves as this we if we identify with being shy with kind of being reserved and on top of it we see that others are doing so well and others are so good at this and it's like it really really like sometimes puts you on freeze mode right it like Mm. it's like wow like everyone is doing this already and say for instance I see people that want to start coaching or doing stuff on social media, whatever it is, whatever it is that their business is about. And it's like this fear of of showing up for not already being really good at what you do. And it's like, I think start already, because if you're waiting to be perfect at your job, at whatever you're doing, then you're going to be waiting a long time because you're never going to be perfect at it. You're never going to get it bang on. You might get it bang on some days. 
but you're never going to feel fully ready and that's part of life like whether it's for their marriage whether it's for the job whether it's for the business mm. you're, I don't think you're ever going to feel fully prepared well, we just had a conversation didn't we before this podcast of the highs and lows and imposter syndrome I literally sometimes still wake up at night I think I said this in a previous podcast and literally be like oh my god did I actually say that today in front of like how many people do you know what I mean that still happens exact same feeling as I had when I ever first posted my first pdf it's and I think you need to understand that success and all the rest of it and and business will look like that really shaky graph you know it will like absolutely 100% you will have imposter syndrome it's about recognizing it then and thinking what's my stress response for me for so long it was to overwork and luckily now I have switched to switching off and you're probably the same because when you feel the imposter syndrome you're like I'll just do more work everything will be fine and then you completely burn out and the emotions 10 times worse so it is knowing as well when to step back from your work and just to, to switch off isn't it yeah and being able to manage the emotions when you're aware of them because if we see the emotions come up and we ignore them then what you ignore will come up stronger and that's a fact like it's like if you're trying to just ignore and put another front it's it's going to show like your energy comes across right whether it's in your job or your business whatever it is that you have it's going to show up so you're going to have to manage it at some point and that's the strong facts that I have and um, my own story for example would be like right so as a child I was told that I was the smart one of the family oh my god miracle child thank god like whatever she's definitely going to go to college she's gonna be a doctor she's gonna be this blah, 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 blah. and like far from that I was born like I didn't want to be a doctor at all like she you know they saw me as initially my identity was the successful one of the family like that's it I had no choice so that's grand and all because like I to be honest I have a really growth mindset I just don't fucking like I don't allow myself to not grow and the same with Sarah if she's not growing she's dying and that's a fact the both of us are like that we love expanding we love expansion that's one of our values however there is the perfectionism coming in right <laughs> there is the perfectionism because it's like right I did three masters that wasn't enough right that kind of way it's like what now like what am I when am I going to be good enough then if if education isn't going to cut it if when I do this is it's not going to cut it it's like you know yeah I literally had that with my fashion degree Patrick I thought I was going to be like in Paris every single day of the week like making millions you know I loved like I loved my fashion masters I got a distinction in it I was like oh my god I'm going to be the next best thing I had my vision boards all done out right and next thing I was in the office and I absolutely hated my life I was like this isn't what I signed up for like I just and I was crying every night and like just for anyone who's listening because they might feel that from doing the course and then the reality not matching basically and I was like I hate this so much and I think from that experience I was so hard on myself for so long and then that added to a lot more self-doubt because I'm like if I can't even do that what else can't I do you know this big plethora of stuff and I'm not good enough then crept up even around other people do they even like me you know this it's crazy the depths of it but I just wanted to say for the listeners it's okay if you haven't gone down the path that you were meant kind of like what you said about she'll be the smart one she'll be the doctor you know if you haven't gone down that path even if you paid all the money for the masters and the courses that's okay too and it just 
what I did in that experience actually Patrick really helped me was I actually look back at like all the positives and like what I did love about that experience of my life when I was in Scotland when I was working in Zara when I was you know all the people I've met and I was like wow that was really worth it and just because I'm not working in it now doesn't mean I won't you know sometime in the future bring it in to something so it is about like stopping that self-sabotage when something doesn't go your way I just want to get kind of get that in as well yeah I'm not you know it's like it's not even that it hasn't gone your way it's like do you know what it it wasn't for you right at that point it literally wasn't for you and even like after the master's in psychology like just things weren't working in the way that I wanted it to straight away or after the master's in human resource management I was like oh god okay no no abort mission like this is this is not it like and that's because when you realize that you realize actually this isn't necessarily for me maybe I can use it for some other point maybe it's that I can advise at some point whatever companies whatever but like don't feel bad for that because it's just literally telling you that it's probably not the path for you right now full stop Mm-hmm. And that's completely okay. The money didn't go to waste. In fact, you met people during the ma- during the education. You did. You literally learned so much from those situations. As Sarah said, take what you learned from it. Don't just be like, "Oh, that was worth nothing," because that's not true. That's actually not no. true. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is notice the comparison story you tell yourself because naturally, I talk a lot about comparison. But the thing is, at the end of the day, we've evolved as beings who are obviously kind of in competition like we obviously are going to observe um other people see okay they're doing this they're doing that whatever so notice the comparison story right so if you're telling yourself this person is so much better at this and this person is so she's way better at speaking um than me and this person earns more like notice the comparison story because it's only kind of taking you down right so if oh she has studied this but she has gotten this promotion notice that story because like you need to focus on your own journey like it's good to have healthy comparison but at the end of the day we're not going to beat ourselves up looking at what everyone else is doing really well in and what everyone else is succeeding at and then being like but I'm not there because that's okay like you are where you are right now you yeah, can and you just ha- you just haven't sorry reflected on how well you have done you're just in the mindset of looking for others achievements just to bash your own so that's just the mindset switch to again how far you've come and what you what you do have and what is amazing about you isn't it yeah exactly and that brings me to the next step would be we've talked about this before but building up a self-worth inventory so literally what is every single thing that I have achieved what is every single thing that I have learned what is every single work experience that I have had because what one of the coaches that I know said that she had uh, she used to run a couple of restaurants right Italian restaurants and they were really successful whatever and she had one girl working in her restaurant and she was studying psychology and she was as cranky in the workplace, right? She was as cranky working as a waitress. And she was like, so what are you studying? She's like, psychology. But obviously, like, I'll be on way better money. This has nothing to do with it. And she's like, oh, it doesn't not. Because, like, you're dealing with people every day and probably cranky from waiting and things like that. And it's like, every single job adds up. Do you realize? Like, every single experience every single experience it doesn't matter if you're a waitress it doesn't matter if you're like look at all of in your self-worth inventory put everything in there 
Put every single job. Put every as as you as Sarah said. Look at your CV. Look at everything, because everything you've done is work. Everything you've done adds up. So you have actually done a lot of things. You have, I guarantee you've achieved even the small courses, even the small certifications, even the workshops you've attended, and even the self-growth work that you've put in yourself. That certainly fucking matters. That absolutely matters. Like, it's not just like this masters, this, that, this, the other. Like, everything adds up. Okay, so your self-worth inventory gets to have it all, right? Build it up. Build yourself up. I guarantee you, you can do it in one day. And keep doing it. Keep doing it. Not just a one day thing. Now, another thing is practice makes confidence. So just show up, right? Do the thing. Keep doing the thing and start doing the things that build up your confidence. So as Sarah said, not just getting confident in your work, because what I see is that people might show up, like, say, for example, a teacher might show up in her job and she's still lacking confidence in herself. She's still trying to kind of fill that kind of self-worth space so I'm like right you know what builds up confidence you know what builds up self-worth getting good at things getting really good at say whatever fitness thing you select whatever kind of exercise thing that you select what whether so we said okay start swimming start she wanted to learn to swim she hadn't learned how to swim start learning how to swim because that's going to now build up that confidence, build up that, get you excited, get you in that learning mindset, that growth mindset. And it's going to get you kind of wanting to become better at whatever it is that you're choosing to be better, right? So that is going to help kind of build you up, build up that confidence and get out of your own way. But as well, I feel sometimes that it doesn't even really matter what it is once you're consistent with something and you're seeing yourself growing in anything week on week. It actually adds, sorry, my chest is so sore today. It actually adds to the confidence level in general through life, doesn't it? Even if it's not for the job, but you're showing that yourself that because it's all self-respect. That's what I find with fitness. That's what I find with all of that. It's like that kind of self-respect piece. And when you've got that, that's kind of with you through every situation then, if that makes sense. So it all adds up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everything adds up. Everything that you do for yourself adds up. At the end of the day, you're a constant, like you're in constant growth. You're constantly investing in yourself. See yourself as this wonderful investment piece, right? So like just constantly, just keep learning, using that brain, using that body of yours. Like even when I feel really good, when I'm starting to, you know, to progress in the gym, it doesn't matter if it's my, about my body. I don't care about my, what my body is doing right it's it's only about how it's getting better (laughs) how it's getting stronger how it's getting healthier so that helps my mindset as well it's like do you know what I can get better at many things right it's like building up that confidence of like well I'm getting stronger I'm getting better and say this to yourself as well this affirmation is really good I'm getting better every single day because it doesn't matter what you're getting better at (laughs) you're just getting better you're just getting better Yeah. yeah 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 That's the thing. You're so much more than what your job description is. For example, in work, you actually add so much more. And I always say to girls, buy yourself some nice clothes, do your little confidence visualization, go in there with the head held high and make everybody's day. Have fun with people. Just let loose, be your authentic self. At the end of the day, you're probably hired more for your energy than actually your CV. Definitely. So that's why confidence is crucial in every respect in life. People will always be drawn to people with the most certainty. so it's about building that this isn't just about work this is about everything but obviously we feel like it does come up quite a bit in the workplace and like stop the pattern of overworking because when you stop it 
like you have to because then you're always overworking you're always does that make sense you're not just overworking to save time for tomorrow because tomorrow you're doing the same thing I have a lot of clients that were doing that they were staying in the office past half five six you know what I mean and you have to ask yourself who are you actually proving yourself to because if you're seen as a walkover I guarantee not that like a walkover but if you're if you're doing all the things for everyone, then then that is the energy that they'll associate you with. That's the problem. It's not that like she's good at her job at all. God, you know what I mean? It's actually nearly not the opposite, but it's like you're actually just going to be a jumping ground for more then more tasks. Oh, she'll do it. So let's just give her that. Do you know what I mean? It's only when you actually up the boundaries and up the confidence piece that they're like, oh, OK, hello, new energy. <laughs> like she's gone. We can't rely on her. Or, you know, I'll have a done tomorrow very simple thing to say I'll have it done next week thank you I'm logging off now good luck do you know so I think as well just getting yourself used to breaking the patterns of trying to prove myself because all you're proving is that you're just going to do so much and you're a little bit of a walking ground then do you know what I mean so you just have to really switch that energy as well if you are in that pattern of trying to prove yourself because the only person you're actually you're not proving yourself to anyone and the only person you're letting down is yourself yeah, and the more you do, the more you'll be given. And that's a fact. <laughs> In terms of work, the more you do, the more you'll be given. So as Sarah said, whatever yeah. you're doing, whatever extra hours you're doing, okay, grand, you're taking that on. That's your choice. Remember it's the energy. Your- it's the energy yeah. of that you're attracting back. Oh, I, I'll just have to do all these things that's chaotic. So you will be more chaotic. We know that whatever you feel in your body, you keep attracting the same experiences that will give you the same feeling. It's, mm, it's mad. Yeah. Yeah. And the people pleasing, it's like, oh, but they like me more. They, you know, it's like, yeah. stop that. <laughs> oh, when you focus on other people instead of your own needs, you know, that's a huge one. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Just be mindful of it. I think being very mindful of where your energy is. Is it all over the place? Is it in everyone else's hands? Is it all over your workplace or is it on yourself? Right. So bringing, coming back to center. And asking yourself the real questions here and being like, what am I actually doing here? Like, I set so many fucking strong boundaries in my last job. I was like, absolutely F off. Like, with all love and light, like, I cannot be everywhere. I cannot be on Slack all the time. Slack is like the app that you use to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. No way. Mute those notifications, relax yourself. Like you can't be working crazy hours. Like it's your energy, right? So mm-hmm. know where you're putting it. You have your own life as well. Mm-hmm. And stop doubting yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you're well able and your success doesn't actually depend on you overworking on the amount of hours you're working. Your success actually depends on you working smartly and working on your mindset and knowing yeah. where you're and working on your energy, right? Because Success doesn't come from a lot of hours. Success comes from the right amount of hours, the smart working and the strategy and your energy and how you show up. If you're showing up like a bag of dogs, like you're showing up absolutely feeling crap, you're not going to be put, doing the great work. No. And that's a fact. So first of all, you need to work on your mindset and kind of say, what do I believe about myself and my ability? Because at the end of the day, come back to the definition the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved. But who's who just who defines success? This thing yeah. you said that to me, Patrick, we met at the time. You were like, you're not a you were just saying how you were having a conversation with someone, and it was like, you're not a better coach than me, and I'm not a better coach than you. Yep. We're both just in our own right. Yep. 
Absolutely. And we're both just beings who have lots of experience in different areas and lots of different life experiences. And that's it. There's no better than. Yeah, there's no better than. Someone could be the CEO. Like I said this, actually, when I was given a workshop in the, the company I was working for, mm. it was a startup, very very freaking busy very busy like insanely busy mm. I remember giving a workshop because there was a lot of hierarchy vibes right mm. you know what I said in that talk at the end of it I was like everyone is a person everyone is a human being it doesn't matter if you're a CTO CEO or if you're a marketing assistant exactly person everyone person. was like absolutely amen right your success mm. is not dictated by hierarchies yeah. success is dictated by how satisfied you are in, my, in your life in my own eyes 100%. anyway in my own eyes. Yeah. yeah no it is, and it's, it's the feeling of inner peace it's the feeling of contentment and the feeling to, to be able to now tune into a world that's so amazing and so beautiful and I have it all it really is I mean that's it's not chasing anything we know as coaches or we know as professionals that when you get the promotion when you get the clients when you get the whatever what difference does it actually really make it you celebrate it and then it's done. And then you're on to the next goal. So really, that isn't success at all. Success is, like you said, the inner peace, the taking total advantage of the now, the presence. Do you know, isn't it? Just being. Just, I said, it, yeah, I said, literally, it's it's just taking total advantage of the now, just being present and just being. is, is happiness, isn't it? Feeling fulfilled. To me, is fulfillment. And what does fulfillment feel like to you? Give me, I'm giving you a journaling question. What does, if you think now, close your eyes and tap into your heart space and ask yourself what is what makes me feel fulfilled and I guarantee you most of the time you'll see your loved ones you'll see the time you're spending with your loved ones you'll feel it you'll feel okay I'm doing something that I love and isn't that the most important thing because do you know what I see to myself when I feel the kind of like oh god like today another day of showing up or whatever if I have those days do you know what I say to myself I say Get out of your own way because it's not about you, is it? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you don't look your best today. It doesn't matter if you don't feel your best today. It's not about you, is it? It's about them. So mm -hmm. you're doing a disservice to them if you don't help, right? So take, as Sarah said, take that light off you. And what I say to myself is stop being so selfish. <laughs> because yeah. you're, stop, you're thinking about you. And yourself now instead of how you could be helping them mm -hmm. today. So mm -hmm. get out of your own way. And the kind of like inability to believe that your success is deserved or whatever, or that your skills and efforts aren't enough, that's a disservice to whoever you're adding value to in the workplace, wherever you are to if you're working with children, it's a disservice if you're actually having those thoughts. So really have a chat to yourself when yeah. you're when you're having those thoughts because you're the earth moment. service, right? Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> stop being so selfish. Like, yeah. how dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's not about you, it's about them. I love that. I absolutely it's true. Because you know, we love a good old harsh lesson in there as well. Like, because all yeah. of us, like we all live this life thinking that there's this big magnifying glass in all of us. And as if any, no one cares. I always say that. No one actually cares about you. Like it's such a relief. <laughs> It's such a freedom, though. No one actually cares. Like, all these worries you have about you and, like, your life. and Like, not in a bad way. But that's where you need to switch it. No one actually cares. They only care about the value you're adding. They only care about, you know what I mean, when it comes to, like, public speaking, when it comes to blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? That's, 
where we try to bring it back to that that spotlight effect that that people think is on them you know and it's just like we're not in the Truman show here like no <laughs> nobody's on the Truman show literally it's just forget about the insecurities and just move on from them and relax okay you're not special nobody is <laughs> now you are the main character of your life but not to that extent yeah. right? so no you one are. no one cares I think like do you know what when I see people kind of showing up their insecurities and they're like, but what would people think and I'm like first of all no one is no one thinking about you right now <laughs> To break it, yeah, but yeah, respect, but like they're focusing on their life and what's going on and what how they're going to pay their bills or how yeah. what clothes they're going to buy. First of all, mm. no one is going to, they're probably going to think it once if it really is outrageous and then they're going to move on from their lives. And, and they probably don't, that. they probably don't read your captions on Instagram either. <laughs> <laughs> I say this to everyone, like, you know, when it comes to like beauty being subjective and like people get wrapped up in Instagram, and I'm like, listen like if you get like 500 likes on something or if you get five who who actually cares what's it matter and what's it mean it's not like absolutely zero (laughs) (laughs) people aren't thinking about you one hour later after that post and I just say I just like to say that because it's just it's rubbish like social media is rubbish you know it's all just like it's great for obviously like learning and of course you know what I mean? It's just like this whole, you know, when you get wrapped up in the ideologies of, oh my God, like my Instagram and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's just this brochure of like, like I said, highlight reels. Who cares? Whatever, like. <laughs> Honest to God, you look great in that outfit. She's not going to be thinking about that tomorrow. She's not going to think about you tomorrow. That was like a snapshot in her life. Like, bro, it's not a big deal. You've gone. End up. What's up? absolutely no but generally that and I hope you take my my um my the way I talk to myself sometimes because it's like it's not so much about you it's about the value that you're adding get out of your own way I wrote down that like I had to write down 10 times recently it was like get out of your own way get out of your own way I'm getting out of my own way because stop being so selfish it's literally about what you're adding it's literally about how you're helping other people whatever job you're in right yeah so get out of your own way and and get out of your own head not get out of it but work with it right because yeah. that's what it is it's literally your mind just being like blah 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 making up stories trying to stop you trying to keep you safe mm-hmm. we're not here to be safe like we nope. like you can tell your body it's safe for me to show up it's safe for me to do my job with the skills that I have with the value that I can add and it's safe for me mm-hmm. to show up do you know what I mean and that's the most important thing like you're getting out of your way so start before you're ready show up and show up authentically as opposed to kind of feeling like you're putting on the mask that's it Mm, I love it yeah just literally just just go and do you and if somebody doesn't like it tell them to f off (laughs) or you know just just don't say anything just be like okay now (laughs) rise above it yeah, yeah literally that's it like just be yourself no one's holding a torch over you no one's no one really cares that much and like you said like for me now it's Haley. so like significance versus uh my mission so it's again I, I, I always come back to this point I'm like Sarah are you doing this to look good or are you doing this for your mission and when I make that switch like you said it's a case of showing up more no this is not for me this is for my family this is for my values this is for my freedom this is for you know what I mean this is not for me to look good in any shape or form and again nobody Here's how I look. (laughs) Just listen. 
they're listening to whatever I've said. You know what I mean? It's yeah, that's it. Anyway, we better wrap this one up because we're going. We're going. <laughs> we're going. We could be here all day. We could be here all day. I don't even know um, if we can use this. We've just we've just <laughs> on rumbled on there. But we know, we know that you are listening to this for a reason. We are sure of it that you're taking something from this today. And as always, guys, we would love to hear your feedback. Love your tags. Love your DMs on anything that you feel has helped you today. Yeah. And please rate our podcast if you like it. <laughs> yeah. Please rate it. Yeah. Please. Please, please, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I know like Stephen Bartlett says that in every single podcast. He's like, please subscribe because it means so much. And I'm just like, we'll get there yet. <laughs> well, I believe it. Like, I yeah. think, you know, it makes such a difference. And it makes us feel like we're doing something right for you. You know, like we're actually helping in that kind of way and you know always feel free to message us as well and just kind of let us know what's going on and we'd love to hear from you we love we absolutely love chatting in case you didn't notice so we're gonna head off and have a lovely weekend now so have a gorgeous day have a great one guys thanks bye, bye. <laughs>